morning, afternoon, or evening for wherever you may be joining us from today. Welcome to the Life Church Podcast. They're going to come and talk to us. So let's receive Kumar and Dee as they come and tell us what God is doing in their lives. testify, I jumped at the opportunity because we learned in our Bible study that when we are called, that we need to be ready. Um, So for me, God has done amazing things. He has shown me, he's, you know, just revealed so many things to me that I I didn't know that I was actually needed to, to do. And so it's, it's, it's very difficult to, do, to condense um, what he has brought me through. But I'm just going to highlight one thing that he, it was laid on my heart as soon as I, I, I started thinking about testifying, and, and it's fear. For myself, I'm a very fearful person. I'm very anxious, or was very anxious. Um, and I know right now, I'm not, this thing called fear, there's many people that have it. We're all going through it in some way or the other. And it's put on us such a heaviness. You know, I was living in constant fear. There wasn't a situation, there wasn't a a day when I would go, by without just just living in that fear it, it consumed me there wasn't a, a circumstance that called for it but it just consumed me it got to a point where all I wanted to do was isolate myself and and just hide from everything and everyone 2020 and COVID did exactly that and some may say that I am certifiable right now but if I have to say that COVID was a blessing for me so I'm going to go back to New Year's Eve 2019 that New Year's Eve took me to a place where I didn't want to be but it also took me into a new year where there was going to be lessons, there was going to be blessings, and there was a story to be told. I was being obedient. I listened. I was here every Sunday, worshiping, praising. I was reading. And I thought I had surrendered everything. I thought that I gave it all up, but I didn't. There was grief in me that I had buried so deep, so deep, but God wanted me to let it go. That New Year's Eve was my turning point. 
Unfortunately, some of the people that were closest to me got hurt. The conviction that hit me that night, it was a piercing that I had never felt before. I was believing in lies. I didn't know that they were lies. Because that's what fear does. It takes over your thoughts. Takes over you. But God had something else for me. To stand in His love. To know of His love. It's amazing. It's like nothing else. And I thought I already had it. But I was yet to experience it. There were walls around me that was that was so strong that they were built never to come down again. But God had different ideas. He had a different plan. And in my times in the new year, in my times with Him. I found myself getting stronger, bolder, something I never thought was possible of me. I could always, I always felt that I could love and I could love deeply. But I never allowed myself to be loved. You know, sometimes my love was misunderstood. It was taken in the wrong ways. But it was just me trying to love you the best way that I knew. But also in me denying myself, others loving me, I was taking away things from myself. And you know, when I started to break down their walls or God started breaking down their walls that love started expelling those fears 1 John 4.18 such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear he shows me that there's people around me that want nothing more than to love on me I'm grateful for the people in this church the people around me my family, my husband, that even when I didn't think that I was lovable, they still loved on me. In, in the teaching, in the guidance and the loving counsel I received, I found that asking for forgiveness is not as difficult as it seemed. And to love more freely It's just two things that has brought me such freedom from the bondages in my mind. And the peace that surrounds me and the fear that is no more, I feel I cannot explain. The latter part of 2020 brought me dark days, yes. Trials with a job loss, but God's promises is where I stand today. His peace 
transcends all understanding and that guards our hearts and minds. That's amazing. And today, I want to encourage somebody. The feeling of being unworthy, the feeling that, that you, you, you don't deserve it, you don't deserve God's love. The enemy is feeding you lies. Don't choose to believe it. You can make a choice. That choice is always God. He's done it for me and He can do it for you. And, one of, and some of the many greatest love stories is held in the Bible. It's told in the Bible. And our names can be recorded too of His greatest love story. Okay, firstly, I'd like to uh, thank God for everything that He has done in our lives. 2020 has been uh, difficult, I guess, uh, for all of us uh, in various ways. And uh, for Dee and I, um, we felt our faith was really put to the test. And, uh, you know, there's just some things that uh, instead of, I guess, trusting God or trusting His Word, uh, I guess it's the human nature part of us that made us uh, try to uh, take things on ourselves instead of leaning on God. With that heaviness, uh, it, it leads to like stress and uh, desperation, which brings out an ugliness in ourselves. We tend to put ourselves in a pit instead of being elevated by God's promises. We tend to become our own worst enemy when we attempt to do things our way. And, and that's what was happening to me. There's been times this past year I haven't been the best person to be around. But never underestimate the power of prayer without God's guidance a wife that continues to pray the prayers and counsel of my life church family today I, I'd still be stuck in that pit and uh, due to Dee losing her job and the impact that COVID made uh, to my business I was I wasn't a consistent uh, tither I was putting my situation and other financial needs above giving to God. It seemed I worked more and was homeless and I was reminded not so gently <laughs> that God that God is priority and I need to trust him and be faithful. And his word tells us in 2 Corinthians 9, 7 and 8, give and don't give reluctantly. God loves a person who gives cheerful, cheerful, cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need. And that's what he's done. 
by by giving my first fruits without reluctance we've been abundantly blessed with our finances and in our home we are grateful for on time payments to bills and through his blessings we've completed a few projects in our home and i've paid off uh, a lease that was on my work truck which i didn't think was possible but anything's possible with god and god is good he never fails and through his promises the possibilities are limitless thank you a mindset of abundance instead of a mindset of scarcity our God is a God of abundance and there is no lack with him it was a time when I made it a part of my lifestyle to pray the open heaven prayer in the fall of 2019 I lost my job due to restructuring but instead of being fearful I was excited to see what God was going to do. I enjoyed my time off doing a lot of things I didn't have time to do when I was working. During my time off, I would thank God for my new job. There were specific things I prayed for about this new job. I prayed for the people I would work with and the atmosphere. Fast forward to early 2020. My severance was going to run out in early April. So I decided I was going to start my job hunt in mid-February because I didn't know how long it would take to find a job. And I thought the process would be a good practice. There was a job posting, I noticed. And I remember seeing this posting a year earlier while I was still working. So it made me wonder, why is this job posted again? Is it a bad place to work? Or was it just a bad fit? So I was a little hesitant to apply for this job, but I felt this strong urge to apply. Within an hour, I received an email inviting me to an interview. The interview went well, and I was invited to a second interview. Through this process, I could see how this job was matching up to many of the things I'd been praying for. There were still a couple of things that I thought I would have to negotiate if I was offered the job. I received the job offer. Those things were included in my job offer. I didn't have to ask. The Lord negotiated for me. I started my new job in early March. A week later, everything shut down. My workplace remained open because we supply materials to the essential services. We had to pivot how we did things, and many people were set up to work from home, but I remained working in the office. God worked it out that I got a job before the shutdown. I learned a month later that um, my branch manager had hired me just before the hiring freeze. Even though all these things lined up and worked out, the new job was not always easy. Understanding the processes the procedures, the culture, but I knew without a doubt I'm where God placed me and He has a reason for me to be there. In November, when I spent 
time with my dad during his last days. And when we were um, in the process of planning the funeral, I had been off work a little bit longer than I had expected. And I started to think, how is my employer going to react to me being off for this long period of time? And how am I ever going to get caught up on all the work I've missed? God stopped me right in the middle of my thoughts. And he said, I gave you this job. You don't need to worry. Each day I pray that he helps me to understand how to do my job efficiently and accurately. I pray that God's presence in my life changes the atmosphere in my workplace and that I'm an asset to the company. I'm so thankful that my God is not limited by a pandemic, a lockdown, or a hiring freeze. His arm is not short. His resources are not limited. He knows the end from the beginning. He is almighty, all-powerful, and I can abide under the shadow of his wings. He is my dwelling place. Matthew 13, 31 and 32 says, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. It's the smallest of all the seeds, but it becomes the largest of garden plants. It grows into a tree, and the birds come and make nests in its branches. What kind of seeds are you going to plant in 2021? I pray to the Lord that He would preside over the entire process. And whatever the outcome, He would give us the strength and the peace to accept the path He had chosen for us. We arrived in Canada on 17 December 2019. Our life packed into six suitcases. I started work a few days later. The entire process to get to that point was a miracle in itself. It was all new to us, new country, new home, and new work. It was, a, it was an extremely stressful time for me. And in the meantime, the COVID epidemic started to unfold in the background. During the first lockdown, we started following various online services. It was not the same as being in a physical church. Annette came across Life Church service recording where Pastor Steve spoke about God's promises. She eagerly informed me that we had to attend Life Church. (laughs) Here at Life Church, I've witnessed and experienced the power of prayer and the mercy of God in my life like never before. I've been able to work through both COVID lockdowns and been given a chance to secure permanent residence against all odds for us here in Canada. All of this would have not been possible without an honest relationship with God, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the tremendous support we have received from so many people here at Life Church. So, two days before the Easter weekend of 2020 and during the COVID lockdown, I could feel an extraordinary strong. Strong presence of God as He overtook my thoughts and He overtook my emotions. 
I knew it was him because I have not felt close to him for an exceptionally long time. He comforted me over the next few days and he assured me that everything in the strange new country will be okay. God started talking to me about fire. How he wanted fire from me and that a lukewarm relationship with him was just no longer an option. I kept hearing the word fire, fire, fire. And over the next few months, Jesus reminded and taught me He helped me to rekindle my relationship with Him. This, however, was not enough. He wanted more. He wanted more for me and I was ready. It was time to move forward. As my prayer life developed and deepened, I knew God wanted us to join a church family and be actively involved in serving Him and His people. I asked Him for His guidance on this, and He brought me to an online service where Pastor Steve taught about the ladder of promises. I am the Lord God. I am with you. I will keep you wherever you go. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. The rest is history. And we made Life Church our home, and you have accepted us as your family. On 30 August 2020, I was baptized with both fire and water we have completed the connection 101 course and are actively practicing these principles you at life church has taught us about honest deep worshiping about fellowship But most of all, you taught us about God's fire. To many people, 2020 was a year of great loss, trials and tribulations, setbacks and full stops. But for me, I can only speak about the goodness of the Lord, about His favor, His peace, and His hope for our future, and His great mercy. On Tuesday, 29 December 2020, I received the news that the seasonal position at work, which I currently hold, and of which the contract was ending on 24 January 2021, has been overturned into a permanent position. 
I accepted that offer. And praise God. 2021 will be our year to worship and praise the name of Jesus during the good times and the not so good times. We are excited about the future. How about you? God has done here at Life Church in the middle of this pandemic, and uh, I thank God for it all. I do have some stuff I want to say here. I'm going to have to condense my, my thoughts, um, I, but I do believe that God needs, to, um, needs me to say a couple of things here to you. Um, you know, 2020 is behind us, thank God, and we're now in a brand new um, year. Um, and I, I'm unsure of what 2021 will bring us. None of us know. Who, who would have ever thought that 2020 would have all of that in it? Uh, none of us could have ever predicted that. Um, I, I, we're still dealing with a pandemic. It's 2021 now. It's no longer 2020. We're still dealing with a pandemic. Um, we're still dealing with face masks. We're still dealing with hand sanitizer and lockdowns and Um, I I believe that God gave me a little nugget of of truth from his word this week that I think will help us. I believe it's the answer to what you will face in 2021. We don't know what we'll face this year. We don't know what is coming this year. But I believe this biblical truth will help you as you walk into and walk through 2021. I'll tell you what that thing is, and then I'm going to read the Word of God. It's praise. Someone say praise. Praise is the answer for 2021. Psalm 22 and verse 3 says, Thou inhabits the praises of Israel. God lives in praise. If you want to get to where God is, If you want to get to where God can surround you, praise Him. Because He lives in praise. Doesn't matter where life finds you. Doesn't matter what you will go through in 2021. Doesn't matter how bad the the months might be in front of you. If you would only understand that God lives in, He inhabits praise, all you have to do, it's your answer, is just give Him some praise and God will see you through. You may find yourself down. You may find yourself depressed. You may find yourself lonely during isolations. You might find yourself in a place you don't want to be, Sister D. But you know what? The answer is praise. Because if we will praise Him, the Bible says He will inhabit those praises. Nehemiah Chapter 8 and verse 10, there's a little, the ending of this verse is is where I want to focus. It says, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I thank God that we can get strength in his presence. He, He inhabits his praises. We get into his presence. The joy that he brings gives us strength for the journey. 
when your strength is weak, when you don't have enough strength on your own, you can make it if you will just praise him. Because getting into his presence, you will find that your strength will be built up. You will find that your strength will be increased, that there will be joy for the journey as you begin to praise God and come into his presence. It's something that's so supernatural. On your own, Kyla, you can't do it. By yourself, Brother Andrew, you can't do it. You're not strong enough. But in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. Amen? I thank God for his presence. I thank God for the strength that he has for us to face every day, no matter what tomorrow may bring. As long as I can get into his presence, there's fullness of joy. As long as I get into his presence, the joy of the Lord will be my strength. Something that I've noticed as pastor since COVID has come along. Of course, there's been the fear. Many of us have had to deal with that. But you know what? I'm not sure who brought or who sent COVID. There's a lot of theories out there. Was it the devil? Was it God? Did God allow it? Did, did someone create it? Did someone unleash it into the society? I, I, I'm not going to get into any of that. All I know is the devil has used COVID to stop praise. That's one thing I've noticed. We have to be cautious of the devil's schemes. We have to be cautious what the devil will use against the child of God, against the church of the living God. You know, we had to go to online church back in mid-March. I'm the pastor. It was good, but it was tough. I would sit at home in the living room with my family, and literally, it was like, I need to go get a drink and, you know, conversations. Back. I'm like, I can't even focus. I'm the preacher preaching and I can't even focus on what I'm saying. Did that not happen a time or two? You know what? Here's what I, I, I want to present to you today. And those of you that are watching online, I'm, I'm really talking to all of us, but th this will apply to you more than the people in the room right now. When you're an online church, you can sit there quietly. You might even have your earbuds in or your earphones in, and you can quietly listen to the songs, quietly, hopefully not too distracted by your coffee and your, your muffin or whatever you've got going on, listen to the preacher. And, and the negative thing about COVID and online churches. I believe the devil is using it against the church because how much praise is really happening in your living room. Now, now maybe your house is different than my house. But, but really, are you lifting your voice in song with the singers? Waymaker. You got your hand in the air and waving your hand back and forth with the, with the musicians. We got to be careful of the, the devil's 
schemes against the church. I, I have a feeling that it's limiting or it's suppressing the praises of the people of God. You can be listening to the preacher right now and you can be, you know, looking at other things or checking out what's happening on the the TV at the same time that's kind of on mute maybe. There's so much, there could be activity in your space, people moving about, and you could be so distracted. You're not even really responding to what the Word of God is saying. So as I think about what the devil has taken this COVID thing and done to the church, I think that he's taken praise. And when I think about it, all it is is crickets. Crickets. Cricket. Do you know why he's done that? Because he knows how powerful praise is. He knows how much of a weapon praise is. He, 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 even when we got back into the building, we're all trying to sing with this on. It's muffled. It's, it's, it's stifled. Even in the building, I found that there, there were people that couldn't praise God the way they used to praise God. There was a resistance. You're singing and praying through a mask, and your, your worship is a little subdued. Anyone know what I'm talking about? The devil knows how much praise will will be a spiritual strength for you. It will be a spiritual joy that you cannot really describe because it's a supernatural thing that takes place when the child of God would lift up their hands and lift up their voices and begin to, to do something to give God some praise. I believe the devil's been using COVID to virtually put a stop to praise. Even at church, it just feels odd. We can't come to the altar at the end of a service as a body of believers and stand there and and give God some praise and give God some worship like we used to before March 2020. We've had to face a lot of setbacks in the church this past year. Many of you have had to face some setbacks in your personal life in 2020. But there's a prophet I want to refer to before I'm done here today, the prophet Habakkuk. He had some setbacks in his life, and I want us to get a principle of what he did when he had setbacks. Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17. Although the fig tree shall not blossom. That fig tree wasn't even blooming at all. Neither shall fruit be in the vines. The the vines that should have fruit on them are fruitless. The labor of the olive shall fail. The olive crop has failed this year. The fields are yielding no meat. The fields are barren. They're empty. The flock is going to be cut off from the fold. Flocks, but they're they're not even in the fields anymore. They're not even in the folds anymore. They're cut off. They've died in the field. And there's no herd in the stalls. What a year, Habakkuk. 
what a, what a bunch of setbacks in your life. Setback after setback after setback. Now, how many feel like praising God when you're facing a bunch of setbacks? Not, not many of us. How many feel like rejoicing when you see setback after setback after setback? 2020 has been a, a lot of setbacks. There's been lost jobs. We've lost loved ones, Sister Ann. We, we, we've had restrictions and we, we've lost freedoms and we've lost the ability to come to the house of God and worship. There's been setback after setback after setback. Some of you have lost finances. Some of you had to put your dreams on hold. But I believe that the prophet Habakkuk has the answer for us. What does verse 18 say? Yet, setback after setback after setback. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I don't care what setbacks have come. I'm going to rejoice in him. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Hallelujah. You may not feel like it today, but I want to tell you, this faith walk is not based on feeling. This faith walk is a faith walk. We must decide today that I will rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. You know, praise is one of those great principles in the Word of God. It says, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Does it say when you feel like it? No, it just says do it. It says enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. It says let everything that had breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I'm going to ask the music to come back real quick and I am almost done. The final verse of this chapter Verse 19, setback, setback, setback. But the prophet decided he was going to rejoice in the Lord. And verse 19 concludes this matter. It says, the Lord God is my strength. Someone say, he's my strength. He will make my feet like hinds feet. And he will make me to walk upon mine high places. He's going to take you to some high places right now. If you will just understand that no matter what's coming against you, you're going to rejoice. No matter what you're facing, you're going to rejoice. Let me remind you today, there's power in your praise. The answer to whatever comes your way in 2021 is praise. Just decide that I need the strength that comes from God. I want the joy of the Lord to be my strength. And when you feel down, when you feel weak, when you feel low, when you feel like life's not worth living, it's time to get up and rejoice. Amen? It's time to praise Him. It's time to get your praise on. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got a little excited there, but that's all right. You know what? I, I hope you got the message. Those of you that are at home, some of you in this room, you've got it because I've, I've heard you responding. But I'm challenging you today at home. Don't just sit there and type in a praise. Praise God, Pastor Steve. In silence. Don't, don't just sit there and say hallelujah with your fingers. 
That's good. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying don't just do that. But I'm challenging you at home right now. Before we're done this service and we're over time and I apologize, but I don't. It's been a wonderful time together. I, I, I encourage you to stand up in your living room. I encourage you to lift your hands right now. I encourage you to clap your hands. I encourage you to open your mouth. I encourage you to maybe get out and get a little dance going on in your living room. When was the last time you danced before God in your living room? Hallelujah. The enemy doesn't want you to praise him. The enemy is going to fight against you. He's going to do whatever it takes. He's going to put masks on your face. He's going to tell you you can't go to church. He's going to tell you all this stuff. But you know what? We can fight back against that right now. We can fight back against that spirit. And we can say, you know what? There's been setbacks, yes. But I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. I'm going to lift my voice. I I challenge you right now. We're We're almost done. You can get off here anytime you want. But I want to challenge you. Take a moment and give God some praise. Take a moment and and lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Do something. Give God some praise. Thank you for joining us today. We pray this message spoke into your life, your heart, or whatever situation you may be going through. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at lifechurch.ca on Instagram and on Facebook, just search Life Church and you will find our navy blue logo with the letters LC in the middle. Now, before you go, we ask if possible from whatever platform you may be listening to us on, give us a rating or a review or even both and share this message with someone so that they can be impacted by the gospel of the love of Jesus Christ. We thank you for your support and love you all. Have a wonderful week and God bless.